This episode of T. Farrell Presents is brought to you by Totavite, the go-to brand for wearable inspiration. What if there was an easy way to stay inspired and to inspire those around you? Something that wasn't too preachy, but still biblically sound. Let me introduce you to Totavite, a unique Christian apparel brand providing wearable inspiration that pops. Visit www.totavite.com. That's T-O-D-A-V-I-T-E dot com. And find new ways to be inspired and to be an inspiration. Welcome to another episode of T. Farrell Presents, where we inspire you to keep moving forward with the right perspective. I'm your host, Terrence Farrell, a.k.a. T. Farrell, and our special guest today is Dr. Myron Edmonds. Man, this is going to be a dope episode. Um, Just to tell you a little bit about Myron. Myron, he's a second-generation pastor, community activist, leadership consultant, and an Air Force chaplain. Myron is regarded as one of the most fearless, transparent leaders of his generation. He's a highly sought-after speaker who travels the world, helping revitalize dying churches, develop leaders, and strengthen families. He's a devoted. He's also a devoted husband to his high school sweetheart, Dr. Shanae Edmonds, and a proud father to his teenage daughter and teenage son. He's also the author of nationally acclaimed books, 40 Days to a Life-Changing Family Worship, and his latest book, The Frustrated Leader. Now, personally, I met Myron for the first time in my church in Brooklyn, Kingsborough Seventh-day Adventist Church. Um, from his sermon, I created uh, a track called, a Words for Life track called Purpose. It was on Words for Life Volume 2. Dope, dope. If you haven't heard that, you need to hear that. Um, recently, I participated in Myron, he's got Myron Edmonds Leadership Group, their first men's breakthrough challenge. Um, honestly, and I, I'm not I'm not saying this lightly, I'm not, I'm not given a whole lot of fluff, it truly changed my life. And and commercial pause right here. If you're looking for breakthrough and you're serious about it, you need to do the breakthrough challenge. And if you do it, you need to do the VIP. The VIP is where it's at. The, the breakthrough challenge is cool. You get it, you get all the information. The breakthrough challenge, I mean, the VIP, the question and answer afterwards, that's where I got the, the life-changing breakthrough. That's where I got the information. But Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, help me welcome Dr. Myron Edmonds. Myron, how you doing, man? What's up, bro? How you doing, T. Farrell? I'm here, man. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. That's I'm good. Here. I, I appreciate you taking out the time, man. I yes, really sir. do. Um, and and even before the breakthrough challenge, man, that week of prayer was kind of dope. Man, bro. Funny thing is, is the week of prayer, we all we already knew we were gonna do the breakthrough challenge. It was like the week of prayer, though, man, was just it was it was just impromptu. And so, man, what happened was is man, I just called up some friends of mine. Literally, <laughs> all the speakers, these are my boys. And so I'm just like, yo, man, I'm feeling this. It's the beginning of the year. I really feel like brothers. I mean, and honestly, man, T man, anytime I do something, most of the time when I do it. I do it. I know it's going to sound weird. I do it with myself in mind. It's almost like I need this joint. Like I need this. Like, yo, if I feel like if I need it, I feel like others need it as well. And so 
Man, listen, man, that thing just blew the doors off the doggone internet, man. <laughs> and, yeah, man. <laughs> and so, yeah, man, it was a good setup, a good prequel, if you will, to the to the breakthrough challenge. Yeah, man. Yeah. And and for anybody that missed it, or even if you did catch it, so here's what I did. Cause I my it's it's funny you said that I do the same thing. Like these words for life tracks, they ended up at first just being for me. So I can get a word. I like yeah, to listen yeah. to the beat behind it and all of that. And then everybody else that likes it, it's like, yo, they, they got on it too. And they was like, yo, this is dope. So I, but for, for everybody listening, this is going to be the first time it's ever publicly played. Mm. I created a words for life track uh, from day two from the, the, the um, men's week of prayer, the virtual week of prayer. And Myron was speaking. Check this out, y'all question I want to ask y'all this morning is how do you deal with failure? How do you deal with frustration? But particularly, listen, y'all, when you have failed in something that you're supposed to be good at, there's one thing to fail at something that you got no skills in. But have you ever been in a space in life, and I'm just going to be transparent with y'all, where you hung your hat on something and said, man, this is my lane that I run. This is my sweet spot. Man, this is what I'm good at. And, 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 for, and for all intents and purposes, you have almost built an identity around what you are successful at. Can I just throw this out here uh, real quick? Be very careful about building your identity around what you perceive to be good at. Luke chapter 5. In verse one, it says, on one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, Sea of Galilee, and he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. And the Bible says in verse three, getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, Simon Peter, he asked to put out a little farther from the land and he sat down and taught the people from the boat and when he had finished speaking he said to Simon put out into the deep and let down your net for a catch it says and Simon answered master we have toiled all night and took nothing he says, but at your word, I will let down the nets. Verse six. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish and their nets were breaking. The word of God says that all night long, their squad was looking for a catch and understand that the catch represented provision for their families. Their, the catch represented their ability to pay bills. The catch represented their ability to bring in income. If they did not catch fish, they could not live. They had to catch fish. He was hoping for that thing to come through and it failed. And he failed at something he was supposed to be good at. He failed at something that he had built his reputation on. Growth takes place when you run to the end of your knowledge, to the end of your experience. The text says that Jesus was preaching and in order for Jesus preaching to be more effective, he said, you know what, Peter, I need to use your boat. Uh, the first thing that you've got to do in order to experience your breakthrough in your identity is you've got to release your boat. 
Can I say it another way? You've got to allow God to repurpose and to expand your vision for what you think makes you successful. You see, a boat, y'all, was for fishing. But Jesus says, let me show you that there may be another way you can use this boat. Understand now, if you start seeing your life as a life of service and a life of ministry, then guess what? Then all your stuff actually works for your good. That's why the word says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. See, when you are operating based on reputation and significance based on what people consider to be success, then you will always be up and down. But when you see your life as a life of service, even your broke boat that don't got no fish on it can be used if you give it to Jesus. See, there are many of us who only see that our boat can be used to do one thing. God will open up your mind and he will challenge what you always thought you knew. You see, everybody knew that, that you catch fish in shallow water at night. It's broad daylight and Jesus says, I got something new I want you to do. How about let's go out into deep water where you generally don't catch no fish and let's do it in broad daylight. See, this is what happens when God gets you to a place where you don't know nothing no more where you ain't walking around here with your chest out like you the man no more. He got to break us down, fellas, to get us to a place where we're not riding on our reputation anymore. We're not riding on what we think we got going on for us anymore. Where you no longer depending on your good looks or depending on your skills or depending on your education or depending on your reputation. But it gets you to a place where you realize, I don't know what I'm doing. And then when you get to that place, he said, now let me show you something. See, when I get a hold of your life, the rules don't apply anymore. The standards don't apply anymore. The policies and procedures don't apply anymore. Come on, the script don't matter anymore because I'll do something in your life that's gonna be so miraculous, that's gonna be so amazing that it ain't gonna make no sense to you. It ain't gonna make no sense to your competitors. It's not gonna make any sense to your haters. It's not gonna make any sense to your family. It's not gonna make any sense to the hood. But what you will know when you come out of this, Peter, is you gonna know who I am and that your confidence was never supposed to be in you or in your skills, but that your confidence was supposed to be in me. Yes, sir. Dude, man, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> first of all, man, the the whole the whole mix and edit of that joint, man, was just fire, man. Seriously, man, it sounded like it sounded like one one continuous message, bro. And I mean, and listen, how long I spoke for 45 minutes, man. And and that's five and a half amazing. minutes. I know it's amazing how you truncated that. And then all those beat drops, man. You know, bro. I'm I'm trying to figure out like what a you know, honestly, you know something is dope where you're not really trying to choose. Do I want to hear the beat? Do I want to hear what he's saying? Man, the joint was perfect. The symmetry was perfect. Man, that was fire. <laughs> that was I appreciate fire. it, man. I appreciate it. But it's just the messages was so dope. It was just like, mm -hmm. I got to do it. I got to do it. And so I wanted to start off. I mean, I wanted to play it. And and for everybody that's listening, uh, Myron and I, we're going we gonna to figure out we're going to release it as a single. Y'all going it's going to be on iTunes. It's going to be on everywhere. Uh, just stay tuned. You know, we'll, we'll let you know where it's going to be. But I wanted to start off asking, um, what did releasing your boat look like? Mm. Wow, man, that's a good question. 
Um, I'll tell you exactly what it is. I know the answer. So I think for me, it was. So like, you know, I think we all have a tendency to ride on reputation. You know what I'm saying? Like we we kind of get locked into what we think makes us who we are. And I think I had gotten so locked into being a pastor and a preacher and appearing to be successful that God had to say, look, no, nah, man, I want to use your failure as your ministry, <sighs> bro. Listen, bro, listen. So me starting to share my story and my vulnerabilities is really what I think has transformed my whole perspective, not just on my job and on my, on my ministry, but on my life. Right. Because now I'm starting to see God take the point of my failure. That's what he did with, 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 with Peter. Like the boat represented failure for him, man. He's looking at this thing like, bro, man, this is, I, I, I'm, I can't, I'm not winning. Right. And so, man, I, I started, man, starting to see myself, you know, no matter a lot of times we look at what people say about us, but in our own heads, man, we feel, we feel some type of way about who we are as men. And man, the Lord was like, yo, give me your failure. I want you to lead with that. I want you to lead with your brokenness. I want you to lead with your weakness. I want you to lead with your struggles. Stop trying to stop trying to be impressive. I don't need you to be impressive anymore. He said, man, if you, if you lead with the unimpressive lead with the struggle and not with the success, he said, I'm gonna blow your boat up. <laughs> and honestly, man, that really has been what has helped me build this new, um, this new, this new, this new, uh, influence, if you please with men, God has given me that joint, not on trying to be like a tough guy being, being a super successful guy, but it's been leaning into my vulnerabilities. And I, and you have been a, a recipient of that being a part of the breakthrough challenge and other brothers, the Lord has just blessed over the past two years, man, we've helped to bring transformation to about, you know, 3000 men. And all of it has been because not because I'm like, yo, look at me, look at what I've accomplished, but it's been about, yo, man, this is where I've struggled. Do you, are you feeling me on this? Man, it's amazing, man, how God has just brought favor because of it. That's, that's, that's dope, man. That's, that's dope. Cause a lot of men, myself included, it's just like, yo, I do this, I do this, but this, I do well. And this is mm. like, yo, this is me. And, and mm. like you said, you start building your identity around that. Yeah. And when God, you know, kicks the kicks the can from under it he's just like oh you think that's dope huh boing and it's like it's gone um so i wanted to ask this as almost as a follow-up what have you put in place personally um to keep you not going back to relying on your skills wow so you so i'll say this i think it's a nice healthy balance i think what happens is is your skills become repurposed redefined and they become repurposed and redefined under a new way of thinking. So in past times, it was about the audience. And that's, and I'll just put it to you like this. The thing that has gotten me level-headed is the audience now. Like I'm not doing stuff for the, for, for the audience used to be y'all used to be people, right? The audience now, man, is my, my wife, my kids, mm. you know what I'm saying? The Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. Right. And why do I why do I pick why do I pick those those the spirit, my family, my circle, you know, my accountability group? Because <clears throat> at the end of the day, man, those are the folks that know me the best. And that's where I'm getting truth. The word says you shall know the truth. The truth shall, shall set you free. Like, I feel like if I live in truth, man, that the Lord literally man, is not going to withhold any good thing from me. And so now, man, instead of me trying to 
trying to, you know what I'm saying, perpetrate a fraud, trying to gain the approval of people, you know what I'm saying, trying to appear successful for, for the wrong audience. My audience has gotten clearer now. And now my audience is, is, man, I want my son to follow a legacy, man, that's worth following. I want my wife to be proud because she knows this dude for real, for real. I want my daughter to, to respect me. And then ultimately, I want the Holy Spirit to be like, I see, I see agreement in not only who he is publicly, but who he is privately. And so, man, honestly, I feel like if I get in truth, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like the audience is the audience that for real knows who this brother is. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm living, I'm a living witness, man. It's really nothing, man, that God will not, that God will withhold from you. Zero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that's dope. That's real dope. That's real dope. Um, so now on that mo- moving, moving right along that same line, there's a lot of people that start to feel because there's a quote out there that says failure is necessary for success. Yeah. Um, and, and people, when people start to realize that they go, all right, yeah, yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Then there's some people who take it to the nth degree and it's like, they're looking for failure. So it's like, yo, I'm not successful unless I'm failing over mm-hmm. here or mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, it's almost mm-hmm. like the Bible verse that says, you know, if you're with Christ, you're going to be persecuted. So mm-hmm. they start looking for persecuted mm-hmm. persecution mm-hmm. or looking for a way to go, Okay, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm down. So I must be on the right track. Yeah. How, how do you describe a healthy balance with that? Because failure is, to an extent, failure is necessary for success, but mm-hmm. it's not something I don't believe it's something that we look for. It's like, oh yeah, I'm failing. All right, yeah, that means I must be doing. Yeah, it. right, right, right. Mm, yeah, man. Oh man, these, these are some good questions, man. I hope the brothers are really listening and and in the audience really because I think the way that you're phrasing these questions helps us to dig a little bit deeper into who we are as people. And I think motivation is so critical, man. I'm, I'm actually in a, in a course right now, man, for personal development. And one of the things I'm realizing, man, is that there's basically two motivations for just about everything we do in life, two and only two. One is fear and the other one is love. The Bible says perfect love casts out fear. That's it. We think the opposite of love is hate. It's not hate, it's fear. Um, you know, you look at what racism is. Racism ain't not ain't hate. It's fear, right? You know, people yeah. people fear one race. They it's fear. It's fear that you gonna take what what I what I what I took from you. It's fear. I mean, any any way you spin it, the opposite of love is fear. And so, b- based on your question, I think a lot of times, man, when people like over you know emphasize the victim's mindset, it's because of fear. It's fear driving that. Fear of what? Fear of failure. You know, what I'm saying fear that they won't be loved. You know what I'm saying? Fear that they won't uh, be accepted, uh, fear, fear that they won't have real community. And so what we do, man, we, we oftentimes catastrophize. That's the word I'm saying. We catastrophize everything. Everything is a failure. Everything is a loss, even when God has given you wins. Mm-hmm. And so for me, man, the way that I have the filter, the filter, if you will, that I look through now, right? You know what I'm saying? The lenses that I look through now is love. And so when I look through love, man, I think of a kid, right? When a kid is born and you see a little baby, right? And they're learning how to walk. When they, when they, when they're trying to walk and they fall, nobody points to the kid and says, you idiot. What kind of, what kind of, are you stupid? Why do you keep falling? And, you know, like stop falling. You don't say that because you know that the fall is a part of the process of learning how to walk effectively. Mm-hmm. And so now, man, because I'm view and, and as a parent, you know, I'm looking at my kids, man, I, I've learned to redefine how I look at their mistakes. I'm saying they're learning how to live. They're learning how to be adults. And it's the same thing with me, man. Everything is a lesson. And I believe that everything is either a, it's a gift. 
It's a gift to me. If it's a failure, it's a gift because I've learned something. You know what I'm saying? If it's a win, then I've also learned something. It's a gift. And so my perspective that drives me now is, man, it's love. It's love. I I believe that I'm loved. You know what I'm saying? I believe I'm surrounded by love. I believe that I'm motivated by love now. And so because I'm motivated by those things, man, I don't have to be a victim. I don't got to be a victim because I'm loved. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, got, I don't got to manipulate you to get some type of attention, to get some, you know, to get you to feel sorry for me. I don't need that because I know I'm loved and I'm learning as I'm failing and I'm learning as I'm growing. Nice. Nice. I like that. That that As a matter of fact, that was one of the keys to uh, my maturation as well. Mm. understanding that no matter what happens, God loves me. Yeah. I'm his son. Like mm. I'm his son. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, I'm going to mess up. Yeah. He's going to chastise me. Yeah. There's going to be some, there, there might be some, some repercussions or, or some consequences for what I do. But at the end of the day, he loves me. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. for my best interest at heart. And like you said, once you get that in your head, it just, it changes your whole perspective. Yeah, dude, man, I'm, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, in uh, the w- words, worst of life, I think it was t- uh, number two in which yeah. I was on there and we talked about purpose. And, you know, you talk about Christ. You know, one of the reasons that Christ, man, had such, had the perspective that he had. Did he have struggles? Absolutely, man. None but haters from the beginning didn't have a lot of support. Even those that he surrounded himself with his disciples, man, they fled on this man when he needed them the most. He up in the garden, gets 70 calls for his three boys. His three boys fall asleep the whole time. You know, but at the end of the day, he was like, listen, I only do those things to please the father. And he said, because I know the father loves me. I know I'm a son. Right. And so I've changed my identity perspective. And that's honestly, T, man, that's where it is, bro. Like my identity now is not based on my accomplishments. My identity now is based on relationship. And I have a relationship with somebody. Talk about my heavenly father. That's unconditional. So whether I'm having a good day or a bad day, I'm still his. I'm yeah. still loved. And so I, I see it even more clearly as a father. When I look at my kids and I see some parents who get this wrong, you know what I'm saying? They, you know, these, these, these sports dads and these, you know what I'm saying? They, they go in on their kids when they're not performing well. You know what I'm saying? They celebrate when they're doing well. At the end of the day, my son is my son, whether he scores 30, you know what I'm saying? Or right. whether you know I'm saying whether he fouls out in the first quarter, it don't matter. That's my boy. And honestly, and I, I want all the, all the listeners to hear this now. When you begin to embrace that love mindset and get away from the fear mindset, it changes how you take risks because now I'm not even afraid of failure anymore because I know. So it's like the baby that's walking. The Mm -hmm. dad has his arms out and the child's walking to him. The child is not afraid at all of falling. He Mm -hmm. just wants to get to his daddy. And he knows if I get to my daddy and I fall three or four times, there's a reward at the end. There's a reward at the end. I don't know, but there's so many people, man, that's listening to this right now who basically they need a breakthrough, bruh. They're stuck in life and they're stuck in life, man, because they have lived their whole lives in fear. And so they ain't going to take no risk. They're not going to make the moves. They're always going to live in potential and never in actual. Why? Because they're afraid. And I'm saying, man, when you realize your love, man, you can live with a freedom, bro. <laughs> the Bible says the who the sun sets free is free indeed, man, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And now, man, I'm not playing not to lose. You know what I'm saying? I'm playing to win. I'm right. playing to win. Right, 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 right. Definitely, definitely. It's a whole different perspective. Whole different perspective. Absolutely. Um, so, so I, I, I got another question. Not got another question because I see. I won't even say everybody else. I see myself struggling in this area, mm. and so you get the view of okay, I'm a son. All right, I'm just, I'm just here to please the father. 
and things start to go right. Like you get, you get one blessing after the next blessing and you might take one step backwards, but he's blessing you. You take five forward and your view of success. Let me say this, right. Your view of success starts to regress to what it was before. Mm. So it's like, Oh, if he's blessing me here, he's blessing me here. If I do this and I do this, I'm going to get more. I'm going to get, and then all of a sudden you, you slowly lose sight of him. And it's like, Yo, the blessings, the blessings, the blessing. <laughs> and so how do you, um, I, I, one, is that a struggle for you? And then if it is, how do you keep yourself from falling back into Bro, the bro, 100%. Like, I already know what you're doing. <laughs> Bottom line is, it's like, I mean, I, I'll rephrase it for you. Like, two questions. Like, how do you stay focused? How do you stay grounded? Yeah. Like, how do you stay focused yeah. and how do you yeah. stay grounded? And I'm going to tell you right now. Let's go back to that kid that's learning how to walk, right? Let's go back to that kid that's learning how to walk. Again, this is a child that is on his way to development. He's on his way to growth. He's on his way to manhood. It's just going to take some time. And part of the process is, and I've seen this in little ones especially, is when they get distracted. You, you're like, hey, come walk to data. Come walk to data. And they start walking. Next thing you know, man, the dog runs by and they get focused on the dog. You know, so TV is on. They focus on TV. They even start forgetting why they were even on their feet in the first place. And you got to keep reminding them, right? But a loving father is going to keep saying, hey, stay right here, stay focused. I'm going to tell you right now, in addition to the father calling the child, it's also cool if you have some other family members that are, that are there trying to keep them focused. So I'm going to tell you like this, the way I stay grounded, the way I stay focused is with my community, period. People out here that feel like they can maintain their focus by themselves like they're deceiving themselves. Like to me, my accountability community, man, I got brothers every week that I check in with every single week, every single week I check in with a group of brothers. And then I have another group of brothers that I check in every single day that we can maintain our purity and maintain our integrity. And so listen, man, I'm on a text thread with these brothers. We're doing life together, bro. Like we're living in different states, man. But there's always this sense of focus, this sense of like telling it like it is. I don't got to be impressive to these brothers. They love me just as I am. We all trying to win. And honestly, man, my squad, my community, my tribe, I want to encourage because there's a lot of brothers and a lot of people in general that feel like they can kind of kind of get there on their own. I just don't feel like that uh, team. I'm going to tell you that that has not worked for me. Like, I'm just going to speak for me. It hasn't worked for me. Just look at sports, man. Listen, all the great athletes. I was saying the other day, man, look at MJ. When MJ, man, was dropping, you know, 60 on the Celtics, you know what I'm saying? Putting up 50 on the Knicks, my bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, uh, I mean, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You remember yeah, Jordan yeah, yeah. was killing. In the, early, in the 80s, man, Jordan was putting up stupid numbers mm -hmm. under, under one coach. And then after, I mean, they got rid of Collins. They said, you know what? We need, need to bring in a new system. We need to bring in a new system. We need to bring in a system where it's not all on MJ. He ain't going to be averaging 35 anymore. He might start averaging around 29, you know what I'm saying? Maybe 31. But what he's going to get, he's going to have a system of help. We're going to bring in Rodman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pippen, we're going to start using his gifts and his talents, right? We're going to bring in a coach. We're going to bring in a coach. Not only, not only, not only uh, your boy, your boy, your boy, Phil, but, man, what about Tex Winters, man, that brought in the triangle offense, that took the ball out of Jordan's hands? We're yeah. always in on him. Listen, I don't care who you are, Tom Brady, 
MJ, even Serena in a game, in a game like tennis where it feels like it's a one-on-one game. Nah, man, her daddy, her coach is in her corner, her sister's yeah. in her corner, yeah. people coaching them up. Like I'm telling you right now, I feel this is my strong opinion, bro. The difference between where I am right now and where I need to be is based on my community, period. Not based on me. I can make all the right decisions. You know what I'm saying? I can have all the intelligence. I can have all the know-how. I can have clarity of focus. But if I don't have a squad that's like holding me accountable to keep me focused, bro, then I'm not going to win. And that goes for anybody that wants to be a GOAT. Anybody. Mm-hmm. Now you, you absolutely, that was absolutely one of the takeaways that I got in the Breakthrough Challenge. Because mm. for years, mostly all my life, Try to do it myself. Yeah, yeah, have my boys, you know, this and that. But afterwards, yeah, I'm going to make it happen myself. Like, I'm going to grind. I'm going to do this. I-, I might ask one person for help, maybe, but I don't have a crew. I don't have an accountability crew. And then after a while, after you do that for a while and you realize, yo, I'm basically in the same spot. Yeah, I got a couple of mm-hmm. things here, but I'm in the mm-hmm. same spot. Like, I'm not moving where I want to move. It's like, you know what? There might be something to that community thing. Like, for real. Bro, listen, let me tell you right now. I'm going to make a bold statement, bro. There's somebody right now that's watching and you think you're successful. You think you're doing well. And I'm going to tell you, you're in a danger zone if you don't have community. Like, bro, if you are in isolation, bro, you are in the danger zone. You just don't see it. Because to me, the most, the most, the most, the most destructive danger zone, T, mm-hmm. is, complac- is, complac- is complacency attached to isolation. So that when you start believing the hype about yourself, when you start getting comfortable where you are, bro, I never want to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. I always want to be challenged. I need feedback on a regular basis. I need somebody. Listen, one of the reasons I joined the military and I joined the military at 42 years old, bro. I had no reason to join the military. Bro, I ain't joined the military for no money. I jo- listen, I joined the military because I felt like God really honestly, in a real sense, was trying to grow me in some in some different areas of my life, wanted me to learn some things, see some things from a different perspective so I could be more effective in ministering to this new population of men. At the time, I didn't know that. But the, but the Lord essentially sent me to the military to teach me structure and to teach me accountability. You know what blew my mind when I got to the military, bro? Listen, bro, they gave they made me a captain. 03 status, bro. As soon as I went in that joint, but as soon as I went in that joint, they gave me rank. You know what I'm saying? They gave me command authority. And I immediately was in submission to other people off rip, off rip, bro. Listen, man, I got people barking orders at me. Listen, I got to take a PT test. And here's what PT test, like in the military, you got to take a physical fitness test every year, make sure that you qualify to be in the military. Right, Mm -hmm. man. While I'm taking my test, man, one of the top, one of the top colonels is taking the test with me. And I'm tripping like, y'all got to take this test too. They're like, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. We all in submission. We all, we all accountable to somebody. Right. If everybody got somebody telling them what to do. I'm telling you right now, oh, listen, on life, bro. The, one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me to help me to become more and more prosperous and more and more successful is opening up my system, opening up myself to more people, opening up myself to feedback opening myself up to people to challenge how I'm doing things. That's they ain't done nothing but made me better. You remember Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson was killing the game when Cus D'Amato was alive. As soon as Cus D'Amato, his coach, his mentor died, that dude lost his mind, bro. Went out there to Tokyo, should have whooped Buster Douglas's behind, but he lost his focus because he lost his community. Mm. I never even looked at it like that. I just, I just thought, you know, he got partying and this and that. He lost his community. He lost his community, bro. 
He was out there. He was surrounded by people, man, who was just leeching off of him, man. There wasn't a community. It was people that just enjoyed the hype being around Mike Tyson. Listen, I, the story is that Bobby Brown was hanging out, hanging out with Mike Tyson that night before he fought Buster Douglas. And Bobby Brown was like, yo, this dude is wilding. So, bro, if Bobby Brown is like, yo, you wilding, bro, you all, he, he, yeah. yo, he's like he went through every woman that worked in the hotel that night. That's that's so that's almost some crazy. He was like Bobby Brown was trying to hold that man accountable. Wow. <laughs> and so, so, bro, listen, I'm saying this now. I know we got sisters or whatever. It doesn't matter, brothers. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man, I'm, I, and I like I like your style, man, because I, I see that you invest in yourself. You invest in opportunities like whatever it takes for me to position myself around a community of people that's going to help me to get from one place to the next. I'll do it because I strongly believe that we are always one person away who has what we need to get to the next stage in life. And mm. so man, I will always submit myself to community, to counsel, to coaching, because that's where I'm trying to get in life. And I, I feel like they are the stairs to getting there. relationships. And we're not saying using people, but right. we're saying taking advantage of the community that God puts in our lives so we can maximize our potential and not always live just successful enough so that we're impressive to people. Yeah, yeah. But that that alone is a humbling thing, man. Oh, big, it, oh, big it, facts. Because yes. even, even no matter what you're doing, they hear people go, yeah, that, that's good. But, you know, you know, you, you're not really you're not you're not really doing nothing yet. And it's like, yo, come on, man. I thought I, I, I heard Eric Thomas talk about that in one of his testimonies where he was like, yeah, I charged ten thousand dollars. And the guy was like, and what? You, you <laughs> yeah. need double that. And yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I remember. And it's just sometimes that could be humbling and it could be it could be even challenging, but I, it's definitely necessary for growth. That's what a growth is, though. I, you know. I think, you know, again, when fear controls you. Mm. Fear says, I can't open myself up. Don't trust people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to be humiliated. You don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to look like you don't know what you're doing. You don't want to look like, and especially in an area that you think you're good at. Listen, dude, man, we, I was just in a meeting the other day and I had somebody giving me advice on something that I personally feel like I am way more qualified than they are to give me advice in this particular area because it's talking about speaking, right? Mm -hmm. But man, the advice that they gave, if I wasn't humble enough to receive it, bro, I would have missed out on something man, that could have really propelled me to the next level. Here's the thing. We don't have we don't have like a three dimensional like perspective on our lives. We can't we can't we don't really see ourselves. We don't really experience ourselves. There are other people that experience us. Right. Mm -hmm. We 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 can we're living with ourselves. We live with our own thoughts. But other people, T, they experience us. And then you can't tell me that there's. There's nothing positive and constructive that we can get from, listen, I'm, I'm about to blow your mind, from haters. Mm -hmm. I, brother, I learned from the haters too. Yeah. I learned from haters. I love. I learned from the critics and I love from the folks that are constructive, that, 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 that mean me well. Like, I mean, I just feel like, man, I, I'm, everything is school to me because I'm humble enough to, to learn because I feel like that's my asset. That's what makes me strong. I'm going to be the number one student on the planet. I don't got to know it all. But I'm going to be hungry for the knowledge and I'm going to submit myself to the process and to people so I can get where I need to get. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. I love that. I love that. All right. So you got you got to share with people, man. So so what's next for for Myron Evans? Dude, what what what's what's going on now? Um, just just let the people I know a couple of things, but you might have some other things up your sleeve. 
Yeah, man. Um, so man, I can't let all the cat out of the bag. Right, right. Like, hey, yeah. Whatever you can. can. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you can. No, but I'll tell you what, what in the moment right now, a couple things, man. We are, as you know, man, I've just been really leaning into this thing to really help men experience breakthrough. And so, man, we got we're touring the uh, we're touring the U.S. Some of the major cities in the U.S. this year. I believe we may be coming to New York. I'm I'm in some talks That's with some up. brothers now. Uh, we just left Huntsville, Alabama. We're on our way to Miami. We're gonna be stopping in Atlanta later in the year. Uh, Indianapolis, we're hitting up. Uh, uh, D- Dallas, Texas, we're we're going there as well. And so we're taking this 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 uh, this experience, if you will, to men. This breakthrough experience to men. Uh, we're also doing a breakthrough challenge. And honestly, man, that's where I'm really spending a lot of my time. I'm really wanting brothers to go through here because I'm starting, I'm trying to start a revolution, man, and a movement of men that are experiencing breakthrough. I really feel like if men experience a breakthrough, bro, I feel like, man, families going to get healed and they'll get breakthrough. I feel like churches will get breakthrough. I feel like communities will get breakthrough. You're talking about the whole world. And so God straight up told me, he's like, pour into men, you change the world. He said, pouring them in and you change the world. I'm like, man, but I'm so good at it. Listen, Casey, I'm like, like, I'm good at a lot of stuff, man. I, I'm not just, Lord's like, you start pouring in the men, you'll change the world. And listen, honestly, we've been seeing that. So I want to encourage the brother, check out the Breakthrough Challenge, man. Mensbreakthroughchallenge.com. And uh, and then we're in a partnership right now. Uh, we're in partnership right now with ETA. Uh, that's Eric Thomas and Associates. And we got some big things in store in the future. And uh, that's all I can say about that. Uh, but um, yeah, man. So they got to come to the Breakthrough Challenge to hear about what we're partnering with them on. And we got a bunch of other stuff. Our podcast is re- being released this coming Thursday. Uh-huh. So, man, I'm looking nice. forward to that as well. Yeah, man. This this Thursday, we're going to be live on uh, on YouTube and, and, and our Facebook. Uh, so, yeah, come check us out. It's called Get Your Shift Together, Men's Podcast. So, yes, yeah, man. Yes, yeah, yeah. Just fired up, bro. There's more, man. But I, I'll just leave it there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to bring up something i saw you was doing a um uh a, a, a couples thing you and your wife was teaming oh, yeah, up. yeah 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 that's something we do quite often um it looked kind of so, and it did yeah 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 we partner with uh we partner with, the, with another group and we did something a little while back so my lane has always been men but a part of manhood is like the relationships that we have you know with our wives and so uh, we did two conferences this year called Stop Guessing Part One, Part Two. The first Stop Guessing was like trying to help brothers stop guessing on how to like, you know, like <laughs> crack the code on women. And then the second one by popular demand, the women cried. I was like, yo, help us to understand brothers. And so we did like a couple things. You're going to start seeing a little more stuff from me and my wife, man. That's my uh, she she doesn't like to speak, uh, but she does so well what she does. But uh, we're going we to see more out of her as we go forward, man. But yeah, man, uh, we partnered with another uh, organization and we did that this past week. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's cool. That's real cool. Uh, so so let people know the best way people can connect with you. Keep up with what you're doing. Absolutely, man. Uh, IG, um, it's, it's, it's Myron live, I T S M Y R O N L I V E. You can try, you can find me there. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook, Dr. Myron Edmonds. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Dr. Myron Edmonds. I mean, I'm all over the spot, but my website, go check it out. Men's breakthrough challenge.com men's breakthrough challenge. If you're a brother and you really feel like, yo, man, I feel stagnant. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else knows it, but I feel stagnant. I feel like I'm living beneath my potential. I feel like there's more. Like if you if you kind of feel that that burden, that inkling, there's like a fire in you, man. You just feel like these like it's, it's like 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 I, I like I'm, I gotta get out of my own way type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you need to come through and check out the Men's Breakthrough Challenge uh, dot com. And man, we gonna we gonna get you straight, bro. We are gonna get you straight. 
Definitely. And and I'm a, I'm a witness to that. I'm a witness to that. for Yes, sir. Tell them, man, bro. T. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> man, that thing was bananas, bro. Banana. We're about to actually start another one in a few days on February the 21st. We're, we're going to the second one and we're going to be emphasized. We got a little tweak with this one. It's going to be men's breakthrough challenge, but a folk with emphasis on like accomplishing your dreams, fulfilling your dreams and your vision. So, nice. yeah, man, look at me. I'm excited about this joint. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Anybody. And if you're thinking about it, check it up, sign up. And, and like I said, personally, do the VIP, the VIP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After everybody, they, they, you know, we did the presentation. Then you get to do the one on one. You do the question yes, and you yes, got sir. some others answering. Also, it's just it's dope. Keep your yes, pen sir. and your pad ready. It's, it's what's up. bro. You got to get you got to get the tour. You got to get the tour to come to New York, brother. Yeah, all you right. Gotta get us through, man. <laughs> we gotta talk. We gotta make it happen. Yes, sir. I gotta talk to a couple people for real. For real. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I really appreciate you coming through, taking the time out, man. Dude, your 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 stuff is hot, man. It's just hot. It's just hot. I'm. I'm you no, know, thank you, man, and thank you, and thank you for 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 that for that mix, bro. Woo! Yeah, yeah. worst for life, joint. <laughs> I didn't know I had bars, man. You making me feel like, man, yes. I might be like your next Jay, your next Kanye out in these streets, boy. <laughs> My bars, dog, is going, it's hey, going to come out. And hey, you know, every brother always wanted to be a rapper, man. You know, every brother, brother. <laughs> you making me feel like. I was right one. there with you. I was right there with you. <laughs> yeah, man. I just want to say to you, though, man, man, I just appreciate what you're doing, man in the atmosphere, bro. I, th I appreciate, man, the energy that you're putting out there. I appreciate your spirit, bro. I, I appreciate, man, your gift, man, and how you've taken, man, the word, man, and you've made that, put that thing in a vehicle, man, that can go a lot of different places, man. And so, listen, it's always love, bro, man, from from back when I came back to y'all spot some years ago. I don't even know how long ago that was, man. It had to be 10 years ago, man. Yeah, but, man, yeah, man, that guy reconnected us, man. And listen, y'all, y'all need to subscribe to this podcast. Uh, this brother's dropping, man, some great information, man. Great, great experiences, man, to help really improve your life, man. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. I appreciate you, T. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. And I thank everybody for, for tuning in. Um, the, the ones that the people that keep coming every week, y'all are awesome. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for subscribing, liking, sharing, uh, leave a comment. If you leave a comment for, for Myron, I'll make sure he sees it. That's my word. I will, I will, I will screenshot it, send it to him in the text. Um, so that's, that's what's up. Um, I'm, I'm going to put a list of links also his website, the Facebook page, um, a couple of things also from words for life where you can pick that up at, um, and then stay, stay tuned. You're going, you're going to hear about that single dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make it happen, bro. Let's make yes, it happen. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, it, and it's, it's our prayer always. It's our prayer that God uses something that was said in this episode to speak to you directly. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. with that, we're out. <laughs>